This program is sponsored by Proponacy, where I'm the president and CEO. Proponacy is the Greek word for coaching. We provide SaaS technology to centers like yours. Most contact centers struggle with their people, whether it be overcoming monotony, attrition, or getting superior performance. Our solution makes it easier and cost-effective to get even more than you could possibly have expected from your front line. The result is loyal customers, engaged employees, and winning, provable, profitable results. You can reach us at Proponacy.com. You are being forwarded to the Contact Center Coach. We all do the same thing, everyone. Whenever someone takes a picture and it's a group picture and then they show you the picture, whether it's a group picture of two people or 10 people, when they show you the picture, the very first thing you look at is yourself. And it doesn't matter whether your friends are in the picture or your spouse is in the picture or some really hot girl or hot guys in the picture, you always look at yourself first. And that's kind of how you decide whether it's a good picture or a bad picture of, hey, we need to take another one or, hey, this is okay. And then, of course, somebody else gets the picture and they look at themselves first. And pictures have a tendency to show the real truth. I mean, I wake up every day and look in the mirror, whether I'm shaving or cleaning my face or brushing my teeth. And and as much as I see me, I don't really see me. But when I see a picture of myself, I go, man, am I older. And you know what? My hair is a lot grayer than I thought. I'm not fatter, but a lot of people look in the mirror and, you know, look at a picture and say, Ooh, I'm fat. Uh, you know what? I I also have always had these kind of like dents on the side of my side of my eyes. And, and when I look at a picture, those dents are, are really, really big. And, um, and our ability to be able to see ourselves and really see ourselves the way we are, you know, sometimes requires a picture. And I want to talk to us today about seeing ourselves exactly as we are. This is podcast 62. And if you're doing gangbusters in your job and you're moving and shaking and growing and getting promoted and getting all the money that you want to do, good for you. No, great for you. I'm very, very proud of you. But if you're not where you want to be, If your job is harder than it should be, if you're struggling a little bit, if you're over-challenged, tired, disappointed, confused, or simply not happy, I want you to listen up because today's podcast is for you. And if you're someone that's really booming and doing a great job, listen anyway because maybe you can do an even better job. You see, your success at your job It's either outside forces or you that's keeping you from the success you desire. If it's outside forces, then they're they're out of your control. I mean, I know it's a bummer, but outside means outside. It's like measuring the weather. It, It serves no purpose because you can't change it. You can monitor it, but you can't change it. So there's really not a lot of tendency to focus on it. And that's usually the way it is with outside forces. Yes, there are some outside forces that may be keeping you from getting your job. You may say it's your boss, and and I guess you could leave or you can complain. But most likely, if others in your organization are growing faster, getting promoted, finding success, having joy in their jobs, then it's most likely you. 
And sorry, but you can fix you. We can't fix outside forces for the most part, but we can fix you, me, I, we. I want to talk to you today in podcast 62 titled, The Problem is You, and we're going to fix it. Step one in the process is evaluating yourself, and I mean really evaluating yourself. If you need to take a moment, this is a great place to break. Get yourself a piece of paper. What we need to do is you need to write down your strengths and your weaknesses. And your strengths and weaknesses associated with this job. I'm not talking about your generic strengths and weaknesses. And I'm sure that there are some lifelong things that are strengths for your weaknesses. But I'm talking about your strengths and weaknesses in this job. And I want you to write them down. And the reason is because we succeed, we get better by working on both our weaknesses and extending our strengths. And and when you look at your strengths and weaknesses, you're saying, well, what areas do I need to look at? Well, there's three. I, I want you to look at people, process, and skills. So, so kind of your people strengths and weaknesses, your process strengths and weaknesses, your process is kind of how you do your job, right? I mean, do you really know how to do your job well? Are, are, are you good at the administration? Are you really bad at the administration? Uh, you know, do you do really well with PIPs? Uh, you know, recruiting, whatever the issues are, and then the skills that you have, the skills that you have that you're really good at and the skills that you have at your weakness. I'm not looking for a list that's got 42 things. You probably have three or four or five that jump to you immediately. Write those down and know what, know what those are. Once you've got that list, and again, anytime you want to stop this and say, okay, I need to go do this and, and then start it up again, go ahead. I'll never know the difference. Go for it. The second thing you need to do is is to take a look at those strengths and weaknesses, and I really want you to look at things you hate and that you really hate to do that you don't like. Because sometimes we we, we know we need to change, but we just hate those things so much that that they keep us from from mastering them or getting better at them. And, And usually the things that you hate aren't the things that you're really good at. So... People have a tendency to repeat the things that they do well, but, but at least put, put a star and asterisk next to the things that you hate so when we, we figure out how we're going to fix them, you recognize the fact that you already have a, a, you know, something against you in that particular area. Maybe that's the reason that you're not successful because you've never been able to overcome that dislike for that particular area. It's okay to ask someone you trust to, to verify your list. That, that could be your boss. It could be your HR. It could be friends, family, uh, even in a subtle way, the people that work for you, right? How can I improve? You know, give me some areas where you think I could get more successful that I need to. And then the last thing that you have to, you have to look at is are these short-term or long-term issues? I mean, have you always struggled with communicating difficult issues with your employees? Or is that something that just happened recently because you happen to bring on someone that had more experience than you do or, or someone's working for you that you used to work for? So, so validate whether it's a short or a long-term issue. Once you've done that, you should have a list of strengths and weaknesses. You should know the things that you hate. You've asterisked those. You've gotten some other insight and you know whether it's a short or a long-term issue. The second thing that we have to come to grips with is do we really want to change? And the whole thing can fall apart right here. I mean, obviously, you want to change your listening to this podcast. Maybe you like my voice. Maybe you're required to listen to them. I don't know what the reason is, but, but we have to come to grips with the fact that you really want to change. Uh, you've heard me mention the sales concept before that you can't sell anything to anybody unless they get two yeses, which is do they have a problem and do they care? 
So here's where we are, right? Do you have a problem and do you care enough about it to actually sincerely make a change? And that's kind of what we have to, that's kind of what we have to look at here. And, and then, then we have to look at, is, is it something that you, you know, that you, that you see it and you, you recognize it and you understand it and, and, and you want to change it, but you, you really love this thing. And, you know, maybe you're, maybe you're just someone that, that wants to party at night and you just can't get up in the morning and you can't get to work on time and, and it's keeping you, everybody knows that you're, you just don't show up on time and you're not reliable, but you just love going out and party at night. So, so this is something that you love that's keeping you, holding you back, or maybe it's something you hate. Like I, like I gave the example of administration or, or talking to people about difficult things. And then there's some other things that you just have no choice. You don't have any choice. If you want to be successful, you're just going to have to do it. But I want you to acknowledge and recognize the fact that there, that there are some things about you that are weaknesses that you're, that you're not changing because you love something else so much, or you hate something else so much that you're unwilling to, unwilling to test it. Next thing you need to evaluate or self-evaluate, are, are, you, are you a finisher? Are, are you somebody, somebody that actually, actually will finish something that you start? You know, are you just kind of a starter where somebody that you, you, know, you kind of start a lot of good things? A great example of that, if you're a person that, that comes up with New Year's Eve resolutions, you're probably a starter because 99% of people don't ever fulfill their New Year's resolutions. I don't do your New Year's resolutions because I've forgotten about them the day after I set them up. So some people are some people are kind of starters, but they're not really finishers. And then there's other people that are just meanderers, right? So they've got a list, they set up the list, and then they just meander. They don't ever do anything about the list. And then, and then on this area of do you really want to change, um, do you finish anything? I mean, is there, do you follow through on things? Are there other things that you've changed in your life for the better that, that maybe don't have anything to do with work, but, but, but why did you change and how did you change? Maybe you quit smoking and maybe that's, I mean, if you have, that's one of the most successful things that people do. Well, well, if you're, if you're somebody that kind of meanders and, and, and doesn't really, you can't really change your work, what was it about smoking? What, 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 what did you do? in that environment that allowed you to change and, and make, a, make a choice for the, for the better. And it doesn't have to be smoking. It could be anything. It could be, could be um, maybe you stopped swearing. Maybe you thought you had a potty mouth and you decided you wanted to stop swearing. Or, or maybe you, you, know, you had a, a, a bad personal habit that you wanted to change. Or maybe there was something at work that you found yourself constantly doing. Maybe, you're, maybe you found yourself when you were talking to your employees glancing at your phone because you're sucked in and your entire life revolves around your phone and you recognize the fact that you're not supposed to do that anymore and you stopped it. I'm looking for you to find, if you're, if you're someone that struggles with change, I want you to find some things that you've done that will help show that you know how to change. Step three in the process is you gotta tell someone that you're trying to change. You have to be accountable. You have to tell someone else, you have to put it out in the open that, hey, these are my strengths and these are my weaknesses, or this is my singular strength, or this is my singular weakness that I'm working on, but you got to get somebody else to be accountable. And a lot of times that someone else is someone that's going to help you, right, which is someone that knows more than you do. If there's an area that you're working on, find someone that knows more than you do or is very successful with it, and it may be overall, it may be the subject matter, um, maybe they're smarter than you in business, they're smarter than you in health, they're smarter than you in life, they're smarter than you in faith. Whatever it is, find someone that can help you or direct you or you can learn from. And then, will they help? 
The only, only way you're going to know that is you're going to have to ask them. And we've, I've talked in past about, about mentors and how mentors can help you. And I'm not talking about lifetime changes, but if you find somebody that's a mentor, if you've got a mentor that can help you with it, that's great. But you've got to find somebody that will hold you accountable. And here, listen, if you don't have anybody that will hold you accountable, send it to me. I'll hold you accountable. This podcast is still in the hundreds of people that are listening to it, so I'm willing to take it on. You send me your list, you tell me what it is you're trying to change, and I'll hold you accountable. No excuses. And then the fourth step and the final step is you need to do a plan. You need to do a plan. And I didn't say create a plan, because usually this is a two-step thing where you create a plan and then you, then, you, then, you know, then, you, then you measure the plan. Nope, I want you to do a plan. I want you to do it all at once. I want you to do a plan. I want your plan to be the complete what you're going to do, how you're going to do it, how you're going to measure it, how you're going to be successful about it. So it's really simple. I want you to fix and strengthen I want you to fix your weaknesses, and I want to strengthen your success. You've heard me give the pitch before. If you've listened to these for a while, you know, Peyton Manning spent most of his time practicing passing. He was a terrible runner. It was probably his biggest weakness. He was completely immobile. But he didn't spend a lot of time working on his running moves and trying to see if he could learn how to shift and get away from people because it wasn't his, it wasn't, it was a weakness they didn't need to work on. He worked on his strengths. Now, that doesn't mean that you don't have some weaknesses that you can just pass them off and you, and you just can't deal with them. But what I want you to do is I want you to work on your weaknesses and I want you to work on your strengths at the same time. And in order to do that, you've got to set some targets. You've got to set some targets that are attainable that'll show you the process or the progress that you're going through. So how you know when you get there, right? So you're moving your way through the process. That may require you to get some acknowledgement from somebody else or somebody else is holding you accountable for that or seeing what you're doing in that environment or may require you to learn some information or take some training or get some repetition. You've heard the thing that it takes 21 days to set a new, you know, to, to overcome something so that you can set something in place that you will do over and over again. But, but you got to set some targets along the way and then you got to set some celebration outcomes, Right, which is what are we going to do? What are we going to do when you're successful in this? Because you got to have some sort of a reward, and I don't mean a reward. It's going to take like like months or years. I'm talking about rewards along the way that will that will have some celebration outcomes when you accomplish that, and that might inc- that should include your work, right? It might be you know that you get an accomplishment of being the best team or most improved, or you know you you create four new roses. But whatever it is you do, you've got to set some sort of a some sort of a success, and you should tell your boss. If you've got the kind of relationship with your boss that you can be transparent and tell him that you work, tell him or her that you're working on this, then, then go for it. But when I say do a plan, it, it, it's the whole component of it. There, there's nothing more complicated than setting it up and doing it. And let's deal with the other thing. What happens if you fail? What happens if you set this plan up and you fail? Well, you know what? It just means that you didn't accomplish what you needed to accomplish. You don't have to go back to step one. You just kind of have to change your plan. You have to try something new, which means you're going to go back to, you're going to go back and see if you can find somebody else that did it better or take a, take another look at the picture of your work and see what it is that you need to change in order to be successful. I mean, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different outcome. If you're a person that wants to be successful, that wants to grow, that wants to be promoted, that wants to be spectacular at your work, 
and there are some things holding you back or there's some skills that you have that you could do even better, then go do it. These four things aren't rocket science. Most great things that you need to do are very basic and don't require a lot of complicated concepts. You just have to take action and do it. There's only four steps. It's about you. You know everything that you need to know to be successful and make the changes you need to make. So go make it happen. Hopefully you already started in the middle of the podcast and have written some things down and and you're beginning to create a plan. Create the plan and go implement it. You can do it. I know you can. And uh, I look forward to hearing how successful you are and can't wait for you to achieve the success and uh, meet your goals and, and make the dreams come true that you have for yourself. I look forward to hearing about it. Let me know if I can help you be accountable, but go recognize the problems, problem is you and go make a change. Go for it. I know you can do it. It's been great to talk to you this week. Look forward to talking to you next week. Bye-bye now. You are being forwarded to the contact center coach.